I'm watching a clip because it is the 30th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. So they bring out the yes. big dog. Bring out oh, the big yeah. dog. Hulkamania. Hogan comes out with Jimmy Hart. They got him? They got him, but they didn't get Hogan. Listen. He's got the fucking <laughs> yellow shirt. He's got the ketchup red writing. Got his fucking bandana on. His nice, thin, beautiful. He's got raz- his readers raz- on. Razor shades. I'm getting that. Okay. <laughs> jerk practice. Jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Coming in hot. High heat. What's your heat? I'm coming for Hollywood and all the hunks that live there. Yes. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Let's I'm start. for it. Start. Uh, welcome to the Jerk Practice. I'm Hunky Hans. And I'm Dunky Case. Hunky and Dunky. Here we go. <laughs> it's our drive time radio. That's right. Our 5 a.m. Albuquerque. They Twitch wish show. they could come up with something as sharp as Hunky, or hunky and Dunky. <laughs> hunky and Dunky. It's not bad. Um, so I sent you a message, like you'd sent me that, uh, Facebook thing or not Facebook, but Instagram right, thing right, last right. night. And you're like, listed all these famous hunks of Hollywood. And what you sent me was Chris Pratt doing a hot, hot sesh hot in session. his old weight room. Lawnmower. Just pumping. Pulls. Doing the, <laughs> I really wanted him to just be on a Bowflex. Like right. he's got the full suite, but I was like, "Oh, he does a bench. He's a dumbbell guy, just pumping on that bench." That's Chris Evans. He's got the Bowflex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris Evans uses his own weight against him. He's Hemsworth's got the treadmill. <laughs> just hefting punching bags. God. Uh, Go so I was lo- looking at the Chris Pratt thing, and like, it's like his little man cave rec room, you know, like. Yeah, I would have nerdy posters on the wall, but you know he's he's got a couple flags hanging. Sure, he's flying some flags, my man, stars and stripes, American flag next to that window. And then I was like, oh, he's got the the old POW missing in action flag. Yeah, which nothing nothing against it. I was he just had like, an uncle in Nam. Typically, that's what I was like. Oh shit, maybe he served his country because he's right. born in. 1979 so he's our age like 9-11 hit when he's like 20 years old and i was like look at me casting the first stone at this man he may have served his country instead of skipping it to go to art school like yours truly right so i looked i was just curious i i you know wikipedia sleuthed (laughs) and his fucking wikipedia page reads like it's perfect it's perfectly him. It is the dunciest read. He was born in Minnesota, which oh, I didn't yeah. know. So uh, Silver Lake or where? Where uh, Stillwater? I mean, so yeah, like uh, the northern, the cold parts, gotcha. up by the Great Lakes. So it says that I was like, oh, I didn't know that about him. Born in Minnesota, we're neighbors. Sure, neighbors. And then, like two thirds of the way down, just. Just it's all these awesome weird random facts. Like his mom worked at a Safeway. Hmm. All it said, Dad fixed sheds. <laughs> I was like, why is this in here? So I was like, okay, kept going. 
And then it jumps to he wrestled in fifth grade in high school. Mm. He had a conversation with his coach and he said, coach, I'm going to make a lot of money someday being famous. What a goal. <laughs> I kept reading it. I was like, did Andy Dwyer write this? Is this actually in Parks and Rec? Uh, and then it gets down, and I was like, okay, this would be the part where it says, Service. because of 9-11, he went to Afghanistan. My man is an unhoused Hawaiian bum, dude. Oh, yeah? He straight up just went, yeah, so I just dropped out of school and just was homeless in Hawaii, just smoked weed and drank. I know all the words to Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. So he was burning bras with Steinem while our boys were yeah. dying in the mountains oh, of Ghani. For shame. Toots pulling that <clears throat> two liter of dew off the old park bench. No, he, uh, he, well, I'm not going to jump on where anyone's ideology guy, but... comes from, but it seems like a very calculated move. Um, sure. After he got that kind of hunk status, all of a sudden, yeah. like all his Instagram posts, like on Fourth of July, where was him teaching his son how to salute? <laughs> Can you salute if you're not a? You can't <laughs> salute if you're not a soldier, right? I uh, you I do the ironic little like hello, yeah, and when you do it to a Vietnam vet, but I'm head, born on the Fourth of July, so <laughs> I true. get a pass. That's true. Then he kneecaps you. You're really on the 4th of July. I was at a Brooklyn, or I was at a Staten Island Yankees game. And mm -hmm. we're, we were together, weren't we? And they brought out the dude from Born on the 4th of July. He fucking wheeled out and wheeled oh the bases. Oh my God, yes. Yes. Oh I don't God, think he wheeled yes. the bases, but he came out. And <laughs> he took a few cuts. Did a, did a few spins. So he looked good. That was look like the Staten Lieutenant Island Dan. Yankees, wasn't yeah. it? Maybe he's a Staten Island guy. Maybe. I mean, because we, we used to go on the 4th of July every year because, A, it's baseball. Yeah. B, it's birthday. And then makes, they shoot fireworks. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I just heard today? Uh, one, sorry, guys, my voice is gone, as you can hear. So I hope it's not too, for us, or too, um, what's the word? When your sound ears like are you hurt? lived. Yeah, you I lived know. a life. It was, this would happen to me when I was on, would go on a bender. So it happened after like 16 oh, days like straight froggy. of drinking and I'd be like, hey man, but then I had have a story behind it. I'd be like, hey, I slept under a cab last night. Like, <laughs> you know. Haven't seen you in 15 days because I hit 16. Now what's your excuse? I got kids in school. Um, oh, good <laughs> word. Uh, Whatever you got is going around because. Fuck yeah. We can have the dumb dad conversation of mm -hmm. other people's children are filthy animals. Fuck, where was I going? Sta oh, I was listening today about Remembrance Day, which started to honor World War I veterans, okay? Mm -hmm. And it started in 1919. It literally started the next year, okay? And it was, we're going to give two minutes of silence. It was decreed by the king. Two minutes of silence mm -hmm. for the fallen. Okay. Now, as a little backdrop, World War One fucked people up in the head bad. 
They called it shell shock at the time. We now know oh, yeah. it was PTSD trauma, but really bad because nobody Or my get... favorite, soldier's heart. Yeah. So these guys were shaken up. So it would be two minutes of silence and then pew, 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 pew fireworks. Oh! Fireworks. Nonstop fireworks. Fuck. And it just fucked these guys up all the more. They were like, we had that one good Christmas. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> we stopped shooting at each other. That was the only time it was ever fucking quiet. I heard an, another article about that Christmas is the guys that it's had a great Christmas meal on that great Christmas during World War One. Their pork had cancer or something. So a bunch of guys got oh, really, really God. sick from like tumored pork. Ugh, but they had a good game of footy. Out yeah. in the no man's land with yeah, the old yeah. Jerry's. Do you really think the football? I mean, I know they had f- football, but what do you think? They got down and down and dirty. I don't. Do you? Would you like? You're shooting Fuck at me. No. I'm shooting at you. No. As nice it is, it as it is not to someone to attempt to murder me yeah. every second of every fucking day. I honestly don't think I could get past. I lost all my cousins because of you yeah. guys. You guys want to play a little pickup? Let's go. A little stickball. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm going to teach you guys how to play baseball. And I've been fucking <sighs> fighting no, rats in the mud for the last two weeks. Oh, we're going to have a Christmas truce? I'm going to fucking take my rat pillow. <clears throat> and I'm going to take a fucking nap. You think I'm going to fucking run around and... Oh, that's when you sneak one out is... Oh, we're not shooting at each other? And I was like, I'm shooting at this fucking guy. Oh, yeah. A little quick pop. Oh, wait. Did it start? Did it start? <laughs> no, I dropped my gun. I was trying to show these Germans how to that do a little sh- flare. That shit really happened. You know that when the armistice happened, they knew it was going to go into effect, but the Germans were so pissed off that they literally did an offensive up until like the last minutes of the war, so all these they, oh, all these course, Brits the... were like chilling and celebrating. And all of a sudden, they fucker. hear like whoop 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 whoop, whoop. <laughs> and you're like, "Fuck this!" Oh, these Germans go yeah. home. You lost. They're like, "Yeah, but uh, thirty seconds still on the clock." Oh, those Germans wanted to go home. It was the fucking cranks in the office. Oh, yeah, I was of like, course. "We got to get one more crack in." Fuck. That one guy in that big Bertha gun, he's like, do I have to fucking take nine hours to load this again? It's fucking over. My ears are my, fucking bleeding. Half my bleeding. face is falling off because of the sound. The sound has pulled the muscles out of my face. It's melting off. For those of you that don't know, Casey's describing a gun in World War One when instead of creating new technology, the new technology was just big. So they created yeah. the biggest gun on record. It was the size of a football field, basically, right? Yes. <clears throat> it took a whole train. It's a it, whole fucking choo-choo train, if you need the visual image of a gun the size of a train. And if you can imagine, it could shoot... Was it a mortar? It could shoot a shell. Uh, how yeah, far away from it was Paris? The size of a, it was a car. Like It basically shot cars. It was a gun that shot cars. But it could shoot from, like... Uh, the Netherlands right. into Paris. It was crazy. They had like miles of distance. So it's like a meteorite. Like right, it's right. still that like 
it me need big. Big is right. strong. And it's it like, just shoot a giant sword. It killed people too close just from the noise, right? Melted yeah, their the, fucking like, brains. Their brain just turned to jelly and would run out their <sighs> nose if you're like, oh shit, guys, wait, I don't have the headphone on. <laughs> God, that war, you you guys listed. I'm listing World War One. I can't get enough of it, Case. I'm such a morbid fuck. Too good. Um, well, that's also why the Hollywood is listed. I don't know if you saw, but the Oscars, mm. they announced the Oscar nomination. I did hear that. So I was, and speaking of World War One, I, I was just going through half, like, I don't know, we don't, I know that you and Meg are trying to do the, do the work of watching good movies yes. again. Yes, yes. Which is nice, because that then gets Ash and I mm-hmm. to go out of our way to just not watch Forensic Files every second. I, I know, I know, it's good. It's a good little bit. Uh, so I was going through, and um, we watched the Banshees of Earnshire. Uh, Banshees of Irishiran or something. It was so fucking good, everyone. Highly Just recommended. The simplest, beautiful. I was like, this is what it is? What is that? And the premise is just Brendan Gleeson, so the phenomenal actor, phenomenal, tells yeah. Colin Farrell, um, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Because you're boring. You're sucking up my time. I, I don't got a lot of time left. <clears throat> he's like, you're dying? You know, it's just all this great. And he's yeah. like, no, I'm not. I just... I can't. I just can't anymore. And Colin Fer- Farrell just can't accept being a nerd, I get it. dull, I get it. or whatever. I, get it. I know it's so it, beautiful. It was, like struck a chord with me. Like it's everyone's fear of not fulfilling some role, like being less than, being uninteresting. And Martin McDonough, he's the playwright screenwriter so anything good. he does in everyone anything. three billboards oh he's fantastic um, so i i'm like oh i can i i've seen some of these movies as opposed to previous years where i'm like i don't i don't haven't seen anything so it's going through and i got to the, the spot and i had to stop and it's like but how does how does this work so i got to best adapted screenplay yeah first one all Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Beautiful book. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie yet. You told me. It's on it, Netflix, right? It, it's phenomenal. It really uh, is haunting. Then a little the revisionist one, on the German side, I will say. Oh, they, Go ahead. Look a little. Uh, they skipped. They, they cut that before they attacked the last 30 seconds on the last day. Well, they don't. That's, that's when they rolled the credits. Uh, you guys got to watch it. But go um, ahead. So the first one, All, All Quiet on the Western Front, yep. a book I have read. And I was like, oh, the next one is Glass Onion Knives Out. Okay. I don't know enough about that, but I know that the it's Knives not a Out book. thing. <laughs> so so it's it was like adapted from a prequel? It's adapted from someone's dreams because the third one is Top Gun Maverick. Dude, that's nominated <laughs> for like, Best Picture. I was like, where is this coming from? What is the quote-unquote adapted from your notes? It's adapted from another movie. I didn't know you could fucking do that. Uh, That's what it is. Little did we know, we could win an Oscar for Cat and Ron 2. Oh, yes. And he'll (laughs) actually get the nod. Everybody was saying Tom Cruise was going to get nominated. He got snubbed. For fucking playing fucking... That guy? It's weepy in the trailer, it seems. I've never seen that. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. All I've heard is people say, it's 
movies, man. That's what I hear. It's and I don't movies. Care. And I was like, what does that mean, though? I just, I it's know. loud. It's exciting. Like, what is that? They're like, it's just, it's movies. It's like the Avatar stuff. Yeah. I'm never going to watch Avatar, any of them. I and people are like, we got to go see Avatar 2 in the theater. And I was like, I understand what you're saying, but I will not fucking. I'm going Brendan Gleeson. My time's too precious for that. Yes. Shit. Yeah. That's so interesting you say that about Avatar. Am I the only. Excuse me. Am I the only one? And I know in the theaters, probably a different experience. I love James Cameron. The graphics. He invents cameras. The man he, invents he cameras to make movies. But when I see like ads and stuff for it, I'm just like, that doesn't look very good to me. Now, maybe it's just because I have no care in what it is. I just like, visually, I'm like, there's just something off. Maybe it's because it's all fantasy that I can't get into it. But it's I fucking like Lord much. of the Rings and shit. But that's got some grit. Like that, like Avatar, they have a precious power source in it. And I know this because I read like the first five pages of the screenplay. And I was like, I cannot. Yeah. It's called unobtainium. No. That's what he calls it. And that's the power for the them being able to become the cat people. Like it's I was like, no, 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 no. Liquid metal. I'll buy that all day long. But it was adapted from Crayola's Cerulean <laughs> crayon. Yeah, those adaptations, that is a weird. So that's what I was like, I don't understand. And then the other ones are other movies. Like, literally, the first one is based on a book. And then mm-hmm. the last one, called Women Talking, is based on a book because it says it in parentheses. Book. Otherwise, it says book, based on book. Yeah, I guess I'm I'm not surprised. It's it's a little it's a little rough out there these days. Yeah. I'm listing and it. We did watch Glass Onion. It's like it's okay. I don't know it's, it. It's I'm very sure skippable. Like yeah. Do you like uh um I know you like true crime, but do you like um the procedural like the drawing room scenes of like an Agatha Christie style like alienist, alienist stuff? Not even. This is like haughty detective solves murder in a mansion, but it all gets laid out in the parlor scene where it's like, and then you were in the, you know, the billiard room with Colonel Mustard, and I know you didn't kill them. We're talking like Holmesian. Yeah, this is like, yeah. I like haunted mansion. Victorian smarty pants. I guess so it's I, just to take on that it, genre. It, I know people are really into it. Really like that genre. Yeah. I like Columbo. We'll take Fucking a Columbo. Col- I'll take a, a. Let's bring him back. Let's adapt. Who's Columbo? Columbo. Captain Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> we get two Oscar nominations because it's Captain Ron and Columbo. I'm no, a... we get an Emmy. We get one Oscar, one Emmy. They they take to the I seas. I don't want to be a pig. They battle in the <laughs> open seas. Or he fucking convicts Ron of killing Martin Short. Stealing his oh. boat. Which always happens to boat people if I know my forensic files. Never retire and move to a move on a boat. Boat place. Somebody's no. gonna fucking ice you and tr- sink that boat, baby. I'm a land man. I don't trust the open water. Oh fuck. Just no. gives me the anxieties. I'll take um I'll take a MacGyver. As long as you can rope me to the land, I'll live on a boat. But don't put me out in that <laughs> lake, baby. 
Don't put me out in that lake. Uh, yeah, I could do a houseboat. Ash and I talk about it. But I feel like the stink. It's just what? too damp. Everything oh, just yeah. wet. Mildewy mm. always. I don't know. There's something about... Yeah, but you, it depends on where you can dock, right? Like, if you're going to dock outside of fucking, you know, Washigan, Illinois, there's not really a place to go. But uh, what's right. his name? Docks, or did back in the day, docks down on the in the financial district by the battery. Um, John Mayer. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, that's oh. a fucking cool... And it wasn't a crazy boat, but, like, that's a cool lifestyle. Fucking. It is true. I will say when we went to Pittsburgh, which is really interesting because <clears throat> it is where it's situated. It's sure. three different rivers converging. It's a water town. Like, it's mm-hmm. a... It's a seafaring place, despite not being on the sea. And there's a ton of that, like, all down by the the football and baseball stadium. Just people parked. Like, it's Brooklyn, you know? Except yeah. it's a boat. That's cool. I got to... We started listing. I'm going to keep listing real yeah, quick. I got to get them out. We're starting hot. I'm listing thick gloves. Gloves that are too thick to get your shit done. Ooh. No thanks. Yeah. Like a, it's the big fat mitten fingers. Yes. Come on. Give me something sleek. We've invented the technology to kind of the materials. I had, I lost a glove and I had to go. I was like, I need some gloves because I'm on my bike. It's too cold. Fucking, you know, those, they're either so thin, you know, the thin ones that are like a dollar. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thin cloth. That are, they're for young girls. Yes. They're for children. Yes. But she only costs a buck fifty. So if you're willing, and to they pay, make my hands look cool. Yeah, if you're willing to pay two ninety nine, just imagine putting six of those on one hand. So it's just this thick, immobile. It's hard to get my keys out, Casey. This one, I'm fucking <laughs> this one. See, it's like that state puff marshmallow hand. It's you're so like, hard. What's the point of fucking taking the glove off if I got to take it off to get in my pocket? And they claim to have a Those phone. Socks tip you know the phone yeah that's bullshit you can color that tip of your finger all you want buddy that doesn't mean you gotta go the old moscow specials the fuck the finger list with the flap yes i wish i could find a pair of those just flip that sucker over but remember the one i had was this was like korean you had the trigger finger separate those were cool man so, but that's back. We bought that in Minneapolis at that great proper, proper, prop where Pratt gets his flags. Like I still have that peacoat that I bought twenty years ago, and it still looks good. It's still my winter coat. I lost my boots in the street, but the boots I bought from them, oh, a fucking man died on the Western Front in those boots. They were so good, and they were boots I could get cobbled. Oh, they were great. Those were, I did, I got a pair of those combat boots, and I remember, which is so funny, like, transferring from Minneapolis to New York, I worked at Starbucks, like, people just were like, who are you? I was like, excuse me? You got Nazi boots on. Oh, ooh. Like, just, they were like, so, like, because they'd never seen a combat boot before. They I thought, they, they mistook you the, for uh, Curtis Sliwa. Yeah, right. It's like, ugh. What was his group like? The White Knights? Or... 
Oh, he was, uh, wasn't he a the, guardian angel? Yeah, red jackets and berets. Little beret. Jaunty beret. He's got a POW flag. I wish God he finished the fucking job. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's it's interesting we so, talk yeah. about shoes. We need our I'm Korean going... gun gun gloves. Well, yeah, we can, yeah. Uh, talking about shoes, I got my second listing. I'm sure I had other listing, but this is the, this is the big one. I am listing... All right, let me let me set it up. Let me set it up. I'm watching a clip because it is the 30th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. So they bring out the yes. big dog. Bring out oh, the big yeah. dog. Hulkamania. Hogan comes out with Jimmy Hart. They got him? They got him, but they didn't get Hogan. Listen. He's got the fucking <laughs> yellow shirt. He's got the ketchup red writing. Got his fucking bandana on, his nice, thin, beautiful. He's got his readers ra- on. Razor shades. I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> got just a little danglies on his shirt, and I'm like, I was like, something's not it's hitting me right in the stomach. And I was like, oh, there it is. It's what all my male heroes do. I'm not gonna hold it against them. It's not a judgment. <clears throat> it's what all my male heroes but do. Men of a, heroes of a certain age. Once they hit 60, it's from the waist down. Uh-huh. Well, definitely from the ankle down. This is Hogan. I'm like, it's like, you couldn't go full, Hogan? Because the blackest, stiffest jeans you ever did see. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> we need a little more starch in these jeans, Hogue. Going to, this is the real deal, what you always see. Just the cushioniest, beautifulest Ooh. sneakers around. A sneaker that's never been worn in worn any athletic yes. any capacity. Not even for a nice walk with your dog and your wife. So anybody, I think, if you see the Rolling Stones, right? These are my yeah. house A6s, guys. Yes, A6, New Balance, Rolling Stones. Mickey's got his leather jacket on and his frilly shirt. And then fucking stonewashed jeans that are a little too long right down to his fucking <laughs> Nike crosswalks. I'm like, look, I get it. You're old. You're, you're dogs sore. Are barking. Your knees. So I'm not judging you, but I am because I kind of had this in the brain and hit me wrong. I was like, Hogan. Hogan. And then Meg you was watching a documentary. Anymore, baby. Meg was watching a documentary yesterday on Dolly Parton. And uh-huh unsolicited by me she just goes look at dolly's shoes man fucking rock star stiletto bad ass strap up shoes i was like she gets it women at you know they fucking hold their own they fucking get massacred for aging like this claim that they can't age gracefully yet she's wearing and then hogan can't fucking can't lace up those yellows. Jet, I, Get someone to do it for you. So here's my rule. The shoes you got famous in are the shoes you die oh, the in. Shoes you're, yeah. Jagger, I better not see you come back out on stage wow, without those beetle heel. boots. You're in like beetle boots, sir. wedge of cake, that thing is so thick. That's right. Hogan, you're going to die in those <laughs> fucking true. boots. You got to dance with the one that brung you. That's dance right. With the one you wore. Not gonna fucking happen. <laughs> You're right. It's just that crispy jean. 
I mean, running shoe that you never run in because you haven't run in 20 years. Fucking Bob Dylan. Everybody. Look, my heroes. But you don't. Just spray I, paint those bad boys. Yes. Put an insole in. Lazy fucks. I, I dare anyone out there to find a female celebrity over a certain Ooh, age that gets Shlobos. away with those fucking jeans, sneaker, oh, oh, Seinfeld combo. To. No way. No way. <laughs> They're still working. Still got work to do. Dolly's still hustling. You know her back is hurting. I fucking... Wearing fucking crazy boots? I made eyes with Jane Fonda, who lived in a building down the street from mine in Manhattan. She was walking her dog. Just her eye. Beautiful. I love Jane Fonda, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. In my mind's eye, she was fucking <laughs> walking her dog. Beautiful, long fucking raincoat on. Yeah. Rockin' boots. She's, what, 75? She had every right. She was just walking the dog. She could have put on she her pink Skechers, her Skecher clogs, but no. I don't think Skecher is... I know they make shoes for women. I could be wrong, anyone out there listening, but I just don't feel like ladies got too much self-confidence to be like, I'm not wearing a clunky fucking doctor who looking space alien shoe yeah yeah because we buy it we're the pump generation we love all that dumb bullshit oh i gotta buy a a whipped cream whip it so i can juice my shoe up <laughs> whip my shoes up yeah you're right that hogan no boot anybody anybody of a no certain spandex? age all your heroes they're they're fucking they go from the ankles up because you know what happens eventually? They compensate for those shoes with rings and danglies and fucking scarves, three belts, you know. <laughs> I want a gold pair of Asics for my chain, my dookie rope. That's right. Yeah, a little He pair. doesn't wear them on his feet. He wears them on his neck. To all the jewelers Just out there listening, over. I want a, a silver Joey dollar size medallion. Of beetle boots to wear around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> beetle boot medallion. Can you imagine oh, like the fucking dangling. Paul McCartney goes through that early 80s phase of early hip hop. He's got the dookie rope with the beetle boot medallion. Beetle boot pumps. Ooh, a nice pump. Polly, baby. Beetle boot air pumps. I will say, I know people bag on it a lot because it's also fucking madness that it was an actual music video but i was playing music we were making food and i was playing music for harvey on youtube and i was like oh i'm gonna throw in a little david bowie mm-hmm. a little db harvey loved she loved it she loves all the old Beatles songs sure so of course you get a couple good ones some ziggy mm-hmm. some live performances from the 80s and then you always get dancing in the street yeah and that video yeah. is like Joker gas. You're like, what in the, the fuck actual is happening? fuck? Yeah. David Bowie's got that. He should have Asics on. He's got that big old baggie. He's always creeping out a window. And Jagger's got his big old blousey on. The 80s really Pleats did a number. Je- the taper on those jeans. The ta- and the shirt's got a nice taper, too. The 80s did a number on just- our everyone musicians you can like the catalog 
of 80s. Yeah, the music is one thing, but like I'm talking people Good that are beyond reproach. I'm talking take yeah. a look at Miles Davis in the 80s. You She's got a fucking read my mind. <laughs> I'm just going to say members oh, only well, jacket, fucking blade shades. Looks like the villain from Boys in the Hood. Yeah, except he's got a French horn. Yeah, like he, you're like that's Bertha Cool. That's Miles Davis. Yeah, he's got long, crispy hair, <laughs> nice leather jacket. Like I said, he's got like a French horn tucked under his arm. Real smoky, a lot of neon swishing. It's like Miles fucking Davis. That horn was full couldn't avoid of cocaine. It. Oh my god, could not avoid it. Yeah, everybody got a Billy Preston. Fucking the only people that like that missed out on that '80s um, downfall is John Lennon, Jimi Hendrix. Right. Anybody that managed to get out while the kitten was good. That's always my favorite. Just the to envision old John Lennon or mm-hmm. like old Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Kurt with that receding, you know he'd have them Asics on. I know at this point, yeah. Dyed pink tips. He's got that. Still, they'd still dress him like grungy. Cardigan up but top, then, but oh yeah, those jeans. <laughs> those <laughs> those blue are, jeans. Those are some Target stretchers. I see them. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Those are the what were those Levi brand Levi Streets or something? Oh god, the Target. Just the idea that he would have to go to the Grammys. And it's like, I am 60 years old, man. I'm old. I lived a long time. Just let me have my little mustache and like get caught on camera. Too overzealous with that plate of spaghetti. Because they don't serve spaghetti at the Grammys, but they would. I'd have spaghetti at the Grammys. No, no, I don't drink. Kirk brought his own spaghetti out of his Tupperware. I just have sauce in my little flute. And I'd slowly <laughs> put it in my Ziploc full of spaghetti. Yeah, it would be the same story. He'd have his jeans and his Asics heading the Grammys, and Courtney Love would come out of her bathroom, and she'd be like, she'd have a nice dress on. Oh, you know, yeah. she's been through her Still shit. Sharp. She's got her makeup on. She's got a nice pair of shoes on, even if they're flat. She'd be like, Kurt, Kurt. Come on, Kurt. Put on your Chuck Taylors. And he'd be like, but the my ah, arches. My, my, arches. My hurt. <laughs> Oh, it. I just put my heel cream on, okay? I ain't wearing Chuck Taylors. <laughs> heel cream and my special copper socks. <laughs> copper socks, yeah. Oh. Honey, honey, I need the extra copper wiring. Yeah, Doug For St- my leg garters. Doug Stanhope has that one of the most amazing bits about Jimi Hendrix. He's like, I'm glad he died when he died, because you know what would happen? We'd turn on the Super Bowl this year, and he would oh, have God. his sneakers and his jeans on and he'd be fucking doing a duet with elton john fucking twisting to the fucking 60s oh and you know they try to do the bit where they light the guitar on fire oh yeah but because he's a national treasure they have to be like extra careful so just take way too long and it's like yeah you know what's light the football on fire He's not going to, his knees are bad, so he's not going to get down and like no. pull the flames off that guitar. It would just be a projection. They just project the fire on a guitar. Mm. No, get out <laughs> while the getting's good. Oh, speaking of shoes, I got bad fucking news for everybody. Just oh, no. boop, 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 boop. Coming in hot today. Mm-hmm. This 
is a hard one, folks. Champ's Diner will be closing this fucking Sunday. For those of you that don't know, Champ's Diner is a vegan diner, all vegan, the most unhealthy food you can fucking imagine. It's now, the, every, all of the shitty food you love, and then they're worse. like, it's all vegan. Yeah. So you're like, oh, shit. But that's will take loaded tots. But here's what happens with vegan the same way they did with low fat in the 90s. How do you make something low fat, palatable? You fucking jack it with sugar. How do you make diner food that's already bad for you, but then you have to switch it to plant-based stuff? How do you make it up to that echelon? You add salt. Sugar and fat. Casey, after you eat at Champs, the feeling you get... You know what I'll equate it to? All-you-can-eat shrimp. You get as sick as all-you-can-eat shrimp with double scampi. You went double scampi, and you dipped in that butter. You dipped your mashed potatoes back in that butter. I ain't throwing this butter away. No, you double that butter. Dip your biscuit in that butter. I know, you just keep pouring the butter back into... Mm -hmm. No, no, I'll keep the scampi dish. This one is dipping. Don't worry, don't worry. It's my dipping dish. Do potatoes? Is it all you can eat? Potatoes? potatoes. <laughs> oh, I gotta pay for potatoes. Eh, more shrimp then. <laughs> I'll just. Can you just blend my out. shrimp into a potatoy texture, please? <laughs> Slurry, <laughs> Slurry of shrimp. Oh, Champs that's is a closing, bummer, man. But... And I will say they're doing it awfully shadily. First of all, Champs is still one of the only places in New York that still has an original jerk practice sticker in the bathroom. Which shows you how dirty the bathroom is, which is how it's in the middle of Bushwick. For those of you that haven't been with us the whole time, we've been talking about Champs since like episode three because Champs, oh, God, yeah, it, we honor Champs for the fact that it gives no fucks. Their food is great, but as far as they're like, you're fucking hired, be yourself. So our first mm-hmm. fucking server, I was like, this fucking individual. Came over with fucking jean shorts and a fucking gold metal fucking (laughs) belt that's actually just a necklace for a big person (laughs) and fucking a bra. Are those your mother's pearls? A bra and a weight belt and fucking a jelly sandal and a fucking beetle boot and fucking just greased hair, glasses with no lenses in it. Took our fucking order, sweetest kid you ever met. And then you look around and you go, oh, everybody's doing their fucking thing here in Bushwick. They're doing yes, Chance. Island of Misfit Toys. Fucking yes. That's the way to put it. Exactly. Uh, but Champs, uh, happy birthday to Pete. Of course, just like Jerk mm-hmm. Practice Fashion, I could have said it on the day two episodes ago. <laughs> it's actual but I fucking birthday, forgot. Yeah. But as FDR says, smooth seas don't make skilled sailors, baby. We get it out there when we get it out there. Um, Pete, for my wife's birthday, who I also didn't wish on the podcast, who you hear her voice on every episode, front and back, um, got her a gift card yesterday to Champ's Diner for an absurd amount for a diner. Why the fuck are they still selling gift cards? And he looked it up, yeah. and they're like, no fucking refunds. Also, no refund. better get here early because we're not ordering new shit. Which makes sense. Oh, good. But, so you guys get all the cilantro and onion? Yes. Yeah, so we're getting onion sandwiches. We're getting what you get at that fucking 
old-fashioned pub downtown, right? They sell saltines and <laughs> yeah. red onions and light I didn't even get the beers. liver. I just got the gravy and the onion. Yeah, because we're out of liver. We only have meat. Oh, okay. Cancer pork, all right? Down the street. <laughs> that German cancer pork. German cancer pork. Yeah, so... Uh, it, no, you speaking of onion sandwich. Yeah. I we had an I had an old onion sandwich the other day, because you're you you have mentioned your sick scratchy voice. Oh yeah, we had um people over on Saturday. Okay, so oh, of course yeah. the next day, like I had whatever crumminess that is permeated humanity. I had it last week, so yep. just like me too. Fucking bad cold. I haven't had a bad cold in twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yes. Like, oh, you wake up and just head hurts and mm-hmm. just snotty nose and just kept. I couldn't get. I a was flam like, up. What? There's there's a giant loogie just sitting on the back of my soft palate. Just... And I was like <laughs> choking. And you see why once you get it up, right? That shit is like wallpaper yeah, paste. What the? You can't fuck? imagine your body makes that. It is so hard stuff. Oh, so yeah. I like was it back on the men, but then of course. Harvey and Ash just got just sick, just crap, crappy. Harvey had like a low grade fever and then just didn't want to do anything, just lay on the couch, watch movies. Um, so Ash was like, "I feel like shit too." You know, what we're gonna do it's fucking. And it was on Monday, and you were like, "I feel like crap." And I was like, "All right, I don't have the podcast, so it's like a snow day. It was a hooky. Yeah, day, and it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. really shitty, snowy weather too. So we're like, let's just do it, snow day." So nice. she's like, okay, we're going to order our favorite pizza. It's going to be a treat for Harvey because she hasn't oh, had much shit. of an appetite. So we get the pizza that Harvey likes, and then Ash is going through. Like, Cheesy crust? Licking fingers, like making this cr- like crazy choose-your-own-adventure like calzone order. Mm. So we get. Mm. She, she was like, that's all I've been looking for. She's like, I've been waiting since 10 a.m. to order this food. Like. Yeah, I so know the feeling. She puts the order in, and we get all the food, and I'm, like, unpacking. And she's, like, making her plate, and she's like, oh, come on! And I was like, what happened? She's like, they fucked. The order's fucked up. There's and I nothing went, worse than that. Okay, what do, what do you want me to do? And I, it was like, the receipt's on the thing, we can look. And sure enough, for whatever fucking reason, she had made, was going to be, like, this cheeseburgery sort of calzone epic fat guy treat so you just we'd all eat and then just take a big nap um so she went through the whole selection and for whatever reason it deleted everything except onion Mm. so it was this nice hot folded piece of bread with white onion and i think they just put cheese on it because they're like it's got to cheese, no, right? What insane person would just be like, no, I need lukewarm onions. Thank you. What unhoused bum so, is ordering this? So that unhoused, this unhoused, unhoused bum, bum, bum had had a, this housed bum had a onion fold over. Yeah. Ash was like, I can't, I'm not going to eat it. I like that. Like, well, looks like dad's getting a belly full of onion. onion so I had an onion over. sandwich. They, whew. Not bad though. Yeah, I can imagine a little, a little spice, extra marinara, a little extra. Maybe a dip it in something. You can say you ate a salad. Ranch it. <laughs> I did. I baked salad. It's basically an onion ring, right? It's bread and onion. Bread so, and onion. Look at her that way. And a, a mysterious white cheese and oil. 
oh shit, Casey. It's so interesting the things I my I'm just warped. My brain is Oh yeah. I I don't know if it's fixable. I don't know if it's redeemable <laughs> because yesterday I was reading my news feed and I was like, all right, Germany's sending tanks to Ukraine. Fucking all right. Uh, Putin fucking bombs. Civilian. Okay. Scroll, scroll, scroll. And then that last night I'm watching a, you know, a whodunit and I'm like, well, the person had to be left-handed because each throat was slashed from the right. Okay, and then, but then just drop it, go to bed. But then today, I'm walking past a case in CVS, and I see next to a Pepsi is a soda called Starry. Starry. And, and it's a, a clear soda. It has a green band with yellow writing. I was like, what is fucking... <gasps> Did they repl- They got rid of Sprite? And the panic... Not over the tanks in Ukraine. <laughs> no, no, and I don't drink Sprite. Left-handed murderer. A left-handed murderer. I was like, so I spent time like, why would they? It's a citrus soda. I looked on the back. Yep. Sure enough. It says PepsiCo. And then, <sighs> nope, they still got Sprite. And then I still was thinking Not about it. I was like, it. why'd they add another citrus? It's like Citra, but it's too clear. Ooh. And then as I'm leaving, I'm going, fucking your priorities, my friend. <laughs> the sweats you had for Sprite's gone, but Grant Hill spent his formative years selling Sprite. You can't get rid of Sprite. I haven't had a Sprite in nine years either. I, yeah. But I was like, you can't get rid of a staple. Seven Up's right there. What are you going to replace Seven Up? It's oh, too creamy compared up, to a Sprite. They? I want a crisp. Seven Up's cream, Sprite's crisp. <laughs> Seven Up has mouthfeel. <laughs> Sprite has the, Sprite. the the fizz. It gets you in the, mm, in the lemon yeah. and the lime. Right in the throat. Feels that good balance. on a sore throat. And then makes you oh, so much sicker with all that sugar. Oh, fuck yeah. Because I've done that either hungover and or sick. Oh, like, yeah. Got to be healthy. I better get a Sprite. Especially if it's in a can, though. That first gulp, mm, that cold you bubble. You just ate a stack of glazed donuts. Oh, kind of just. Giving up kind of breaks up a little bit just feels so good going down i don't know what it is about opening a can of soda taking that first drink that's so icy cold by the time you take it away from your lips and put it back up it's like coffee that's been sitting out it's Ugh. instantly room temp you're like oh, what is that this? is i will say that sprite always that always hit me i could never get through a full sprite yeah yeah could just go, eh, now it's just sugar water. It's a little sharp. But that's what it was the whole time. No, you were talking about being having a broken brain. Yeah. And I was the same. Like, I have a note in my phone. Because in our living room, we have this big, it's not a bay window. It's just a big window, and it looks out on the street. Yeah. And like I said, it was really, the weather's been shitty. So it was really snowy on Sunday. So Sunday morning, it's just like you look. We woke up Harvey, and we're like, Harvey, look, it's snow. And we went out and played in the snow. But before that, we were standing there, and there's a, a woman that lives next to us. She lives alone. She's outside, and we're kind of like, what's Jenny up to over there? Mm-hmm. She was out shoveling, I assume. We, As I stood there just speculating what she's up to, this nice old lady. 
out in like two feet of snow. Yeah. Hustling to get shit done. A truck stopped and a guy got out. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I wonder what ha- that is that a is that a good Samaritan? Am I witnessing a good Samaritan? And I watched him get out and he walked over to Jenny mm-hmm. and they exchanged pleasantries. And then as it sat in, I was like, my fat ass is still wearing fucking basketball shorts. Oh, yeah. Eating the rest of Harvey's breakfast, not helping my neighbor as as they both kind of looked into the window. Like, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. are you just fucking watching me? Oh, yeah. So I was like, Ash, move, go. It's like the Schwanz man's coming. Get down. Oh. At least you weren't wasting food. Gotta eat that breakfast. All my dogs and I I eat are my kids' leftovers. Now, my dogs have had so much peanut butter and jelly, they might as well be in kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Do you know Pam Anderson dated Tim Allen? I'm just throwing that out there. I got nothing to follow it up with. Whoa, weird. Yeah. I did not know that. Silk shirt. Tim Allen was always a sneaker man. He can die in his sneakers. I never saw Tim Allen in a... And a high boot. He never wore a boot. Yeah, he was always a tenny man. Yeah. Oh, even even in the shop. He had those crazy, you know, they'll steel toe anything. You know, those steel oh, toe God. sneakers. The steel, yes. Oh, my God. They're like in the back of a magazine. Yeah. Just like own a boot. <laughs> no, I hate boots. Boots are for nerds. I need a. I need what looks like a running shoe. But with a steel toe, you could kick through a wall. Yeah, but you know, steel toed boots, like... If you don't buy a reputable steel toe, what happens is something falls on Put that a steel. Put cheese grater in your foot. It'll fall on that toe and it'll fucking take those toes <laughs> off. Because it's just a fucking blade. It's just a metal just put blade your toe that just in a guillotine. over. Just yes. kick the lawnmower and get it over with. God damn. Casey. I gotta... Yeah, I, those are like the sneakers you get at work when <sighs> the catalog comes in and they're like... We're ordering shoes for everybody. And you're like, non-skid. I don't, I don't need a non-skid. I'm good. How many ankle sprains have you had with a non-skid? Take it easy on the skid. Those shoes are Take it half down terrible. with the skid. So bad. So bad. And I always say no, and I always, I always caught shit for it. Yeah. I come from good Midwestern stock, and I was like, if I don't want the shoe, you shouldn't have to pay for it. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm good. You don't want a free pair of shoes? Yeah. You want to free I don't need another pair of ugly shoes cluttering up my already pile of ugly shoes that I purchased for myself. Somebody's going to ask me for a dollar and I'm going to give them these skid free shoes. They're going to my kitchen blacks. How many ankles have been fucking strained from that sharp stop? Right? <laughs> oh, those fucking oh, stop on a fucking dime. <laughs> it's like where the fucking pistons in the 80s in here. <laughs> So I watched, tease it, because we got to get on page. I, I did end up watching yeah. the first episode of watch? The Revival of Night Court. Yeah. What's so, the, uh, I got to so, say, I've watched the promos and didn't give me much hope. She didn't look grimy enough for me. I, uh, I don't want to. Also, Lara Kett doesn't look evil anymore. Well. She looks like a nice old man. I'm not going to take anything away from Lara Kett. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't want to dissuade you anyway, or anything, Okay, <laughs> you'll watch it, audience. If you're listening to this, go on Peacock next week. We'll talk about episode one. 
I will say this though, Casey and listeners, there is only one and has always only been one official night court podcast mm-hmm. on streaming services. And that's our podcast. Have a good night court. That's why we got to get on the horse. I and know. I will say, I think people that have revived the show have taken note because in it, we got some, there was a line dropped and it goes, I'm going to pretend you're being sincere and there's nothing you can do about it. Dropped by the female judge, Abby oh, Stone. Harry's daughter. Yeah. I'm telling you. There better be three fucking chairs in that writer's room. And one of them better say Hans, one of them better say Ash, and one of them better say Case. That's right. I'm telling you, they're listening, but not hard enough. Not hard enough. They listened to one episode of part of one episode of Jerk Practice and one part of one episode of Night Court. We're like, eh, we got it. They, uh, they, well, you know, they listened to our first season where we were in love. And I don't know if our relationships were souring or something was happening (laughs) at work because we slowly denigrated into really ripping the show, which we love. And that's when we decided, let's Here, take a step hair, back. Harry, man. Let's take a step back. And he also, God rest his soul, God rest his soul. Anderson died. They don't so let you I, fucking forget it. we also felt bad, because we had spent <laughs> about 20 plus, we spent a lot of episodes just bagging on Harry. Uh, well, yeah. It felt untoward. Well, guess what? Harry now looks like fucking... Uh, 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 Cary Grant compared to fucking our new our new lead. I was like, how the fuck? And maybe it's because I did a little research and her boyfriend's the executive producer. We won't get into it. Oh, Nepo. Nepo babies. Ew. Ew. Unbelievable. Also, hey, I didn't come that Nepo babies. That I know that's been in the news a lot yeah. lately. And I don't get why people are catching so much shit for it. What are you going to do? What are you supposed to do about it? If you are If a... my dad was a famous television actor, I should hope if I'd be like, hey, dad, I'd like to get into television. He'd be like, I got you. It's what dads and moms do. Yeah, <laughs> like, but... I'll get you work. You need work? Okay. I need you out of my fucking house. Right. They're going after people that are like successful lawyers. They're like, oh, oh, your dad's. Got it. Fucking, I don't know, Polly Walnuts, whoever the fuck. I don't know what celebrities are. Your dad's Goldie Hawn or whatever. Um, <laughs> like you can't Goldie succeed Hawn. in any industry <laughs> if your parents had even the it, most fucking tiny modicum of fame. Like I was looking at it and it's like, do you know her dad played Bruce in the film adaptation of West Side Story? It's like. Well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? So she can't be. Well, the the funny part about it was, was like that. Was it the New Yorker article or New York magazine or something like somebody came down hard on. Oh, man, you you got a famous family. Oh, that's how you got your job, dick. And it turns right. out the woman who wrote the article, yeah. her dad owns the fucking magazine. Right. It's crazy, right? So it's like, fuck off. You all kind of secretly in the back of your head for a second go like, oh, fucking son of a bitch. No wonder fucking Ethan Hawke's daughter got the show. But you know what? She fucking backed it up. So maybe got the her guns. name got a fucking 
foot in the door, but she's a phenomenal musician, actress. I mean, all the, you don't see, did anybody put Chet Hanks on the Nepo baby list? No, because he's a fucking, he's, he's doesn't have the chops. He's not chopping it. What did I see him in? He was in something and he did a great job. What the fuck was it? Chet? Band of Brothers, maybe? Play a medic? That would have been when he was like nine. (laughs) (laughs) The kid medic. Hey, and you know what's interesting? If you chart Colin Hanks's acting career, you got his foot in the door with like Orange County, but he wasn't, he wouldn't blow anybody over with his performances. He's a fucking great actor now. Phenomenal. So, I mean, Nepo this. Yeah, easy. My kid's going to be a famous podcaster. I know, we got two famous podcasters on our hands. My fucking shrink told me something that, like, did not quell my fears. He was like, here's the deal. (laughs) Your kid... Thank you, shrink. Your kid sees you where you're at as the starting point. Their goal is to get somewhere better than where you're at at life he's like my son you're like what did i do wrong my son is a high-powered attorney he likes to brag that he'll always have more money than me and he's like you see like talking like you see famous actor their children become and i was like what are you fucking trying to tell me here and literally he was like so you need to the lesson of the session is do better okay by the time just do a little better don't shit on me because your son shits on you. That's not fair. I have never seen a therapist eat more peanuts in my life. He must open <laughs> a can of peanuts every time he starts a session because it's over lunch. And he always like, eh, forgive me. I'm going to eat. Oh, I'm sorry. My son is the lawyer these. for planters. I have to <laughs> keep it in the family. He's got to promote. Man, he was eating chicken wings too. I don't think I could too. snack in a conversation as... Because what would he say to you if you busted out a bag of Fritos I as, she's, as you guys are trying to have a – and you're like, oh, that one, oh, a little spicy. I don't want to break – You got a Coke? You got a Sprite in here? I don't want to break his confidence, but he's fucking – his primary gig yeah. was forensic psychology, and he was a profiler. He's like a mine hunter? Yes. And now he's retired. But just to fucking stay busy, talks to schlubs like me. So he got like 30 um, accreditations or whatever you need in different states so he can telehealth from his estate in Florida. So, guy, the serial killers, he's fucking profiled. And you're one of them. You're the Riddler. And so I'm like, what's this guy? You want to go egghead? He's fucking. King Tut, maybe? He's fucking munching peanuts. Judging me, but but what he doesn't know is I'm judging him. I'm seeing how good of a forensic. I'm telling him, you know, I was lighting a fire when I was a kid. I was pissing <laughs> the bed, torturing cats, <laughs> seeing if he's really I legit. Took a swing to the forehead and blacked out for a week. Fell off like, a swing. <gasps> he just wants you on the short hook. So when it pops off, he's like, I knew the whole time. Yeah. Dear FBI, he's just yeah. He's just trying to uh, soften he wants the a blow. Baby, you. He's trying to soften the blow 
So I'm like, oh, well, I got to stay talking to this guy who's fucking licking his fingers, eating his barbecue ribs because he's he's impressing me. He's got a full slate of ribs. Sorry, I just had him shipped in on Gold Belly from St. Louis. Uh, oh, he's, this guy is fun. I usually I relate more to um, for whatever reason, I guess it, 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 it relate to people in different ways. But generally in therapy, I like relating to women, whatever that says about me. So he's my first male um, psychologist in a long time. Cause my last male psychologist, I always kept, I always thought he was testing me cause he was always itching his dick. And I was like, is he trying to get me to look yeah. at his dick so he can be like, what, what'd you look you at, have, buddy? So- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, I can't well, I'm going to start here. itching my dick then. Just See, always. He, I'm talking, you looking, doc. I'm talking foot up on a second chair, itching his fucking zipper. Take it easy, 80s jock. Yeah. Like, no one had, like, ah, jock itch. Sorry. I couldn't. I, every session. Put some talc like, on I know. Him, dog. And he was like, he was from France. He was French. So he was very eccentric, uh. which I enjoyed. But he was always weaving. He was bobbing and weaving all the time. So I was like, I know what you're doing. You're fucking <laughs> weaving your way into my fucking synapses. <laughs> And this dick scratch is up to something. He's not even a doctor. He's just a a French cat burglar. Yeah, man. He had like five wives. Uh, I I know more about his life story than he does about you. He's like, what's your name again? The one thing he told me, this is what kind of ended the the charade. Because I went to him at the bottom bottom of the fucking barrel. (laughs) Fucking alcoholic. Couldn't get off the floor. And I was finally getting better, and then I had a relapse. And then I went back, and he was just like, you know you're not an alcoholic, right? You're just drinking the wrong stuff. Literally, he said that to me. He's like, next time you have a drink, because you will, I want you to buy nice wine. Nice wine. My nice wine. Here, actually. As he's itching his fucking dick with a bottle, the jug of Gallo. Like, the Carlo fucking, Rossi. You maniac. Jesus Christ. <laughs> In retrospect, this is seven over seven years later. Like, that is an insane thing to tell a person. That is an insane thing to tell a person. If you're going to drink, then drink better. It's like, no, yeah. you don't. I don't. You don't need to tell me that. I don't want to. In you're, fact, you're more than welcome to. Uh. To assess somebody's addiction, that's fine. But even if somebody's has no addiction problems, you would never tell them to ease anything with alcohol, right? Or drugs. Like, even if I'm just coming to you to depression, be like, buy a nice bottle of wine. Fucking yeah. take a nap. Nah, maybe you would. That does sound nice. But I don't know. <laughs> this fucking guy. Dick itcher. And sneakers. There you go. It all comes back. Oh, my God. He's more traumatic. I, he was doing it the whole time. He was replacing my repressed memories of my mother with his sneakers like and itching. Sent you now to he's a the trauma. School. Like, he went to the boys' school, and this guy is there wrapping you on the wrists with God. the ruler. With the fucking jeans. Uh, what did we... I sent you this message, and it's joy work for anyone. It's a nice palate cleanser. It's very... Yeah. Oh, lovely yeah. I think I know you're going little documentary it. and it's called the pez bandit i'm curious to hear about this yeah 
uh, I just popped up on, and it was like we had made food, and I was like, yeah, I don't really feel like anything too heavy or starting a television show. Mm-hmm. It is just a lovely, very weird story about a man with the craziest idiosyncrasies you have ever encountered. He's got a big, long, white beard. Mm-hmm. He admits early on, he's like, I can't leave the house without a paper towel. So he always in one hand has a paper towel and I was like, where's this going? And he's got it. He's got a wife and sons and daughters. And you're like, this is so interesting. And it just this guy. And he was like, I've always had this collector's itch. So he starts collecting cereal boxes, mm-hmm. but not Ooh. like full boxes of cereal. Like he fully admits, oh, I love me some sugary cereal and he eats Ooh, yeah. them and just has this insane collection of old cereal boxes you got the jordan wheaties vintage like you see them in the background you got the classic wheaties you got the batmans the c-3po's oh yes you got the mario brothers zelda combo box oh he has that gypsy or the genie one yeah so the yeah the game genie one uh so it's like okay this says this is about a guy who collects pez dispensers and then it gets into this. So he was just, he's basically the guy, um, the reason they legally have you can only one per household. Because what okay. he did, he ate so much cereal. He started going to recycling places and collecting the, the box tops. Mm-hmm. The proof of purchases. Oh, okay. So he created a collection of all those cheapy toys you had yeah. to mail away for. Sure. So he gets into like the toy world because he is collecting all these little, you know, like it's a pencil, Captain America pencil topper. Mm-hmm. But he was doing it so much, going to these recycling plants and like literally just getting mailboxes full of full of stuff that they were like, you can't, we can't much. legally give you any more toys. Like this is one, one per household. Oh, they snuck it. So he's at this toy convention. And he meets this woman who's going around and she's selling pest dispensers. Mm-hmm. And he just like starts up a conversation. Like he sees her selling these pests and like just getting cash, cash, cash. He's like, like, I know what Pez is, but like, what is this? And she just straight up tells him he's got to go to like Yugoslavia. So it's the story about this guy who goes to... Because there's two versions. There's Pez International and then there's Pez USA. Okay. So the different licensings don't line up. So it's just about this guy getting consumed in this world of Pez collectors. Like, he and his son fly to Europe in, like, 1992 and go. It's like total Cold War sort of spy versus spy. They go to this Pez factory and get all of these weird pest dispensers they don't Ooh. sell in america yeah she so comes back with fucking duffel bags and because it's this weird sort of dichotomy between pez usa and pez international they didn't set up the um, copyright appropriately so okay. you get stopped by customs oh shit and they're like you you like he's got this crazy zz top beard <laughs> like i said yep. he's got the paper towel very nice man but very like, he's out there. All right, guy. And he fully admits, he's like, yeah, I just act real crazy. And I can get away with stuff. And people mm-hmm. are like, you shouldn't act crazy with TSA. Like, do not do that. 
So they're going through these books and he literally has like duffel bag, like army rucksacks full of loose pest dispensers, dispensers he bought yeah. from this like Croatian plant. Just paid the guy and they're like, oh, here's some cool weird ones. Yeah. Comes back. The copyright's not set. So the TSA, the customs are like, okay. So he goes and just starts making cash hand over fist in this very boutique world of world. Pez yeah. dispenser collectors. Mm -hmm. So he becomes this sort of international, quote unquote, criminal because he keeps bootlegging all these Pez dispensers into America. Any and then ones? his his mortal enemy is the guy who runs Pez USA. Who's that guy? Just classic fat dickhead looking guy with a mustache. Oh, he's not it's, like a Billy Mitchell or anything. He he's like a business. He's got man. Billy Mitchell vibes, and you'll get to the reason why he hates this guy so much. Okay. A because he's like taking money from him and Pez USA, Pez, but yeah. okay. he he's actually he designed his own crappy Pez dispenser that they didn't want to sell in the U.S. So he's got the chip on his shoulder because this guy's bringing in his oh, Pez. Oh, it's amazing. his. It's so good. I remember I had like a battery operated Pez dispenser. How fucking lazy do you have to be to fucking battery operate your Pez dispenser? Oh, the, the cast of characters, there's this German dude who has a, a secret barn with secret toys and treasures and he won't let the crew into it. Yeah. And he like shimmies up it like a squirrel and he's like, you need to be careful, freeze. And he's got like a Pez gun. A gun that shoots Pez. Of course. Oh my god. I uh it's so fascinating. Oh fuck, fuck, fuck. I just had it and I just lost it. Uh, Pez Night Court. Oh, German. There it is. I watched a it, I I here's my palate cleanser. Here's why my brain's broken. <laughs> my palate cleanser was a documentary called Final Account. Have you heard okay. of this? Uh-uh. It is a documentary made by a grandson of grandparents who were killed in the Holocaust. Okay. And Final Account is speaking to either complicit, either people that were members of the, people that were alive during, uh, yeah. in Germany, Germans during yeah. the Holocaust. Sure. Like complicit The people citizens. you hear about that are like, no, I live in this beautiful hillock that's uh, Half a block away from Auschwitz. Yes, yes. And and a lot of people they talked to were fucking members of the SS. And it is wild to me. The 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 first of all, ninety nine percent of them are lying, exactly like you mm -hmm. said. They're like, No, I thought they were uh political prisoners. Nobody knew. Uh, what was the going women and children like, dude those aren't you. soldiers and then they talk to the one percent who's like yeah dude that whole f our whole city was drenched in fucking black smoke <sighs> from human remains for fucking two years like you could oh, the not stinky factory i hope they make bathtubs yeah. again you know like what do you fucking think they're doing over there they were talking to a fucking SS guy who was a prison guard at Dachau. And he was like, I did not know what was going on. Uh, you could say I was complicit because I didn't do anything, but I was not the person who persecuted them or 
who'd put them in the camp and the guy's like literally just stops and he goes like he didn't let him wait, wait but weren't you a prison he said i didn't jail them he's like wait 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 you were a prison guard there though right he's like that's what that's where it gets tricky <laughs> oh really <laughs> does it now? it's a sticky wicket and at least the they talk to one guy who's just like they're like he's still fucking hardcore like he's just like yeah i guess it was a crime because legally it was a crime oh, but i didn't legal. see it that way because hitler you know what he said i supported him so morally it wasn't a crime but i suppose legally it was a crime and the guy just stops him again and he goes like yeah but now you know it was a crime right now can you say that the ss were a criminal organization he's like legally the hague says they were the hague <laughs> says Coming they were a the criminal hague. organization but they weren't convicted in germany and i'm german so no i'm not going to the netherlands because i they'll throw me in jail and then he basically gives us the 80s miles davis defense for hitler they're like well you can say hitler was a bad guy right he's like well he's dead now so we can't ask him it's like oh you'd want to go if only we could if only hitler Just... was doing the fucking halftime show in the super bowl oh, with his fucking Adolf. members only jacket and his down fucking in running shoes argentina like are you sorry yeah, fuck you. These people. <laughs> no, he's not. He's a fucking asshole. They are fucking full. It's just like, and I and love then, that defense. We can't ask him because he's dead. The only one is like the people that are like, <sighs> but it's it's still not appropriate. It's like when you go back and you're like, well, everyone owned slaves, and it's like, fuck no, dude. No, His neighbor didn't. was an abolitionist at that time. You know, like every other country. Uh, had banned slavery at that time like no not everyone a lot of people and then when their excuses native americans own slaves right that's a black <laughs> that's... slave owner so, it's like fuck off fucking, fuck, you. fuck you yeah well the system's fucked up and then uh there the excuses well they would have mm -hmm. fucking put me in th this this documentarian is great when he stops they go well they would have put me in the camp had i said something he goes do you have one example of one time where they put one person, one, one citizen in a camp from for talking out in. against having Jewish prisoners in these camps? And he's like, well, no, no, but that's uh, fucked up. These people, <laughs> these fucking people. God. And hey, I why do you go on camera? That's my thing. If, if just you showed die. up at my house just die. and I'm that person, I would say. Um, thank you, but no, I will not be a part of this because you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you know what's gonna happen, and if you're you gonna don't... do this, like, well, I didn't. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Like that doesn't cut it, dude. And even the people that say they're sorry, you're not that sorry because they'll pull out all their fucking iron crosses and fucking Nazi pins and their fucking sharp and fucking polished they're like i Ooh, keep these that. away because it's history and this is me looking oh, good, good in my you had to then put the... it i'm put it in a museum i'm going indian Indy. defense go Indy if it's that important fools. give it to the german government and they can put it in a motherfucking museum yeah you don't need it sexy under your like Ooh. do you want you... to heineken and it's like 
Why did you get your Nazi knife out to open the beer? Just, it's a twist. It's a twister. <laughs> oh, my God. Stirring Any it. excuse to get that uh, coffee, cream. Stirring it with like, his Mauser or whatever the fuck that handgun was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Was that PF-50? The, the skinny nozzle gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love the look of those guns. The indie gun, basically. The ones you see in all Indiana Jones. That is a good swizzle gun. Swizzle stick gun. <laughs> you gotta suck it out of that barrel. There. Yeah, I guess if you're part of that time, you can just shut up. I don't even want to hear if you feel guilty. Just shut up. I You've guess. earned the right it's, to shut it's... the fuck up. And everybody, though, that even admitted guilt got indignant. So certainly shut the fuck up when you talk about oh, when yeah. they attack us. It's a long time ago. Well, it's like, Dude, look at fucking old one. dickhead that owns the Cowboys. Like, that you, picture oh, yeah, surfaced yeah, yeah. of him at that at his school. Mm-hmm. With, there are people. He is not actively, Jerry Jones, he's not actively trying to keep those young African-American women out of the school. But he's fucking. He's there fucking yokel doking. You know what he's checking it out. Like, what's going on over here? Well, what's all the commotion? Like, you know what he didn't do? He was just like, yeah, I was there. I I feel bad about it. Yeah. No, of course not. Because that would be an admission that you fucking were a scumbag at some point in your life. Right. It's like all these fucking just fucking just shut up or do something about it or send a fucking check somewhere without having to brag about it or do something. Um. Yeah, that, that documentary, if you want to fucking Ooh. get pissed off, it's a good way to yeah. feel pissed off for an hour and a half. That's pretty fun. Um, fucking these guys. How many politicians are going fucking down mm-hmm. for being fucking just lazy fucking, fucking fucks? And you know who's not oh, yeah, going to get? Here's, here's, you know who's, they're not going to find a fucking single file? In their office. Fucking Barack Obama. You know why? Because he did the right thing as anybody else should do. When a job's done, you fucking, especially when you retire from, you fucking wipe your hands and go, I'm now a house bum. Where do you want me to leave the keys? Exactly. You don't take shit with you. It's only people that are like, well, I need to write a book and I need to, uh, this is for posterity and for a museum. Uh, oh, we got we got the, the murderers row of fucking yeah. doofuses. You got yep. fucking Trump, you got Pence, and you got Biden. Yeah, you telling me one of those three they're all gonna write a book someday? Yeah, right. They could barely write their fucking name down. Yeah, I again, I don't even think. Then they're gonna find it. Why so many... did you take the bot? Like that's my thing. Is like why Bill Clinton but... is literally made a chair, half pizza boxes, half classified documents. I have no doubt about it. They can oh, go into yeah. anybody's fucking house that's in, been in any position of power. All down. Chuck Schumer's got fucking napkins oh. with classified files. Oh, sorry. Because uh. it makes them feel fucking cool. Or they but didn't again, know about like, it because they're bumbly stumblies. Like we were talking about just moments ago about the jerk off of pulling out his iron crosses from under the bed. Yeah. Like, why do you need to show that off? Right. Like, why do you need it? Like, is idiots. it, like, the schematics for the Abrams tank? Like, I don't... You're yeah. just some jerk-off from fucking jerk-off USA. Uh, right. Fucking Schumer from New York. You're just a fucking idiot like me. 
Yeah. I'm, I don't need a box full of fucking CIA Why are documents. you fucking taking paper documents of any sort? And I'm not saying even nefariously. What do you need fucking paper for? You're fucking done. You were vice president. You fucking give it. What are you going to go in your office and go, hmm, let me look through my fucking, what? My, my I'm a, notes? A, enough of a, a reflecting human being. I throw and give books away that I know oh, I'm yeah. never going to fucking read sure. again. So did you take a box of papers in case you wanted to? Oh, I'd like to go revisit the stack of papers. The only papers they better you take took it. Because you knew you're going to maybe have to use it someday. Right. Which is also fucking shady as bullshit. Yeah. Shady bullshit. Unless those were versions of sketches that you didn't save on your computer. Bullshit. Right, you don't exactly. get to take anything else <laughs> oh, home man. other than if fucking only, sketches that you need to Mike see Pence's, notes on. Uh, fucking comedy sketches. Certainly wouldn't be about my two dads, Jesus and Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Mike Pence. I will say, whatever happens, if fucking doofy Joe Biden isn't fucking deflated that he lost that fucking ace in the hand... Going after Trump with those docs, baby. I He's just like, fuck, funny. that was my fucking that was yeah, my that. go-to. And now you know who gets to fucking come up and be like, I haven't even been in a position to have documents. Fucking Ronnie D. Ronnie DeSantis is gonna go. He's gonna primary Trump. He's like, that fucking guy's stealing documents, making us out. look bad. You, and then you. he'll go against Biden and go, look at this fucking idiot. Either took him on purpose or took him because he didn't know any better. What a and I mean, forget about Pence. Why are people even, they're like, he might run for president. I today. I didn't even know he was alive. President of the bank? Like, he's fucking boring, dude. He is not going any fucking farther than fucking the, he might as well coach the Hoosiers with Gene Hackman and that alcoholic. (laughs) All right? (laughs) He's the least exciting one. He's just the guy in the stands with the pennant. Yeah. (laughs) Saying kind of subversive things about, or not subversive. Saying versive he can go, things about the African American team. His uh his podcast where he just reads old farmers' almanacs. That's right. He was just a radio DJ, wasn't he? Yeah. That fucking tool. He got some ripper. He said something. You know he made a randy bandy joke. Yeah, but nobody cares about Pence enough to even go into his right. fucking past. Because you don't want to sit through hours of that shit. You're like, it's not uh, worth my fuck. fucking time, dude. At least with George Santos, you can fucking read his one paragraph of his Wikipedia and be like, holy shit, that guy lied 15 times in three sentences. This guy's his lies are amazingly insane. Amazingly insane. You're like, my parents died in 9-11. You're like, oh, that's sad. That's That's also something you can fucking find out real quick. Real quick. No, actually, my mom's still alive. I was mistaken. My grandparents escaped the Holocaust. They were fucking born in Argentina after the Holocaust. <laughs> Fuck. That Dude, one comedian That one comedian's entire career crumbled in fucking one disclosure in one afternoon. That guy that was on uh uh that show about fantasy football. He had a oh, fucking shit. his yeah. own show was coming the out. The league. The league. He had his own Netflix special literally about to debut the next week, and then it turned out for years, he'd been claiming he was in one of the towers on 9-11, and then he left when they got hit, and he decided he can't do a job like that, and he'll become a comedian, and none of it was true. And he fucking lost everything. You, 
How much because juice that's insane. did he have to get from that? Because there is no reason to say that if it is not true. That's a lot. This guy. That's a, a lot of. I will say this guy's got fucking balls, though. Old Santos. The fucking things that come out. The lies and the confidence crazy, he says. Man. Beautiful. Put some sketchers up on that desk, and he's yeah. like, what crazy bullshit am I going to say right Puts now? his fucking lipstick on. You've seen the pictures <laughs> yeah. of him at, in drag, which is, there's nothing to do with the drag, but he denies oh, fuck, it. That why was you, him, wasn't Why it? are you going to fucking deny it? There's a picture of you with makeup and a wig on. <laughs> it, it's like, you. You can't just be, like, interview him for this fucking Holocaust thing. He's such a fucking denier about it. Like, that's not me. It's like he... He li- signed your name to the bottom. He literally pulls the jerk practice card. He's got Republicans on one side and Democrats on the other side. And he looks to the Democrats and goes, I'm gay. And then turns over to the Democrats and goes, but I'm not. But I'm not. That's all he did. All he did <laughs> to win in that district was literally do exactly what somebody needed to do running as a Republican needed to do is tell exact Contradicting I statements. Needed to like five votes. I need fucking five votes. I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. That's it. He just told them what they want to hear. That's it. Because all people want to do right now is hear what they want to hear, and he gave it to you. you that's it. So fucking but I'm wallow not in it. One. Wait. What did you want me to say? Oh, I am though. Yeah. I, I is that what am. you want? Or no? No. But I'm fucking a that guy. Oh, that's so good. And he's he's in the perfect position because he's like. Just there on that razor thin margin, so they're like, "He's reprehensible," but I think we'll let the voters decide in two years. So he's just gonna <laughs> exactly. fucking be quiet, nap no, in his office for fucking, fucking two years. Civics teacher, like, well, who am I to say? Right, the people of his district voted with their dollar. They showed up for him. Oh, we'll see amazing. in two years. Like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Yeah, but he's just doing out in the open what everybody's pretty much doing. He could have gotten it the way everybody else did by fucking sliding some fucking dollars underneath. Check this out. Here, you want some New York corruption, baby? Do, 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 do. Like I said, what was I talking about where we're back living in fucking DC comic villain times? Oh, Donald Trump was fucking golfing in Philadelphia. Oh, my God. With skinny Joe Merlino. Who fucking did time for fucking corruption charges on fucking Rico, on a Rico case. He's a fucking mob boss. You and Boss Maroney going to go fucking play a few? It's crazy. Come on, man. But we're there. Google his name if you don't understand who he is. He doesn't give a fuck. But our fucking governor of this state, her name's Kathy Holchel. I've talked about how... She's Democrat. I've talked about how she's very two-faced, like any politician can be. Just like her predator. She was lieutenant governor under fucking right. nipple rings Mahoney. You know, uh, <laughs> Cuomo, who was a fucking mob boss in his own right. Crooked as a fucking brass nail. But uh, she, it's now come to light. It's so fucking obvious, too. She met with a um, political contributor somebody that contributed thirty thousand dollars to her campaign who is in the medical testing field who got a fucking two bids won two bids 
a fucking week after this contribution. Fucking two bids. One for $328 million for a COVID home test. And a month later, one for $256 million for a COVID home test. And there's fucking emails, oh, these COVID idiots. Cash, dude? There's emails that says, hey, my boss met with your boss and he's curious about the details of the meeting. Pause. Another email. I hear we're going ahead with the details. This sounds great. More to fuss. Like, you fucking crook necked <laughs> goose. 30 grand. Oh my God, I just- well, I got one more thing. Speaking of yeah. crooked necked goose, I was at work and I was like, I cannot wait to. I was giddy. I was like, I can't even send him a message because this is the best scam ever perpetrated oh, yeah, by a human one. being. Got a, I was busy at work, get a phone call, and I was like, guys, I'm going to need to take a few minutes to hash this call out. So I get a phone call. And it uh, is the most stereo. This is Al Pacino, Scarface, Cuban, bad Cuban accent. Like, hey, how you do? Hey, you. I was like, hello? Like, I'm from AEP. And AEP is like the power, the local power station. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our local Con Ed. So just this thick ham steak Cuban accent. And I was like. You're from AEP. Yeah. Okay. We're going to shut your power off in 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. I need to speak to a manager. They're not here. So we're going to shut your power off in 20 minutes. So it's just this. I was like, what in the fuck? It was like so aggressive, so over the top. Like, just say hello to my little friend. It was a. I was like, I, can someone else talk to this guy? Because you're not going to fucking believe it. Just crazy weird accent. And then I was like, no. The what do you mean? Off? And I was like, I don't, well, I, I can't write you a check. Shut it off. I got to go home early. Okay, but you 20 minutes, only 20 minutes. And I was like, okay, I understand. I get, I understand time. I'll see you in 20 minutes. He's like, they're on their way. And I was like, what are you saying? It's like the fucking banditos are coming to steal our electricity. Oh, man, people are. They don't but have it, the chutzpah. They don't have the creativity anymore. It was so good. I was just like, good voice. He just, I'm going with, guys, guys, I think I'm going to go Cuban today. I'm going to really throw these guys off. Man, I got, I am the oldest. And I just you, rope-a-dope doped him. I was like, excuse what? Yeah, Are yeah, you exactly. sure. Twenty minutes, and he was so pissed off. He's like, "This fucking guy is fucking useless." Every time, every question, he's like, "What do you mean?" I I was born with my stiff jeans and sneakers on. You know how old of a man I am. They got me. This was probably this is when we lived in Minneapolis. So what, fifteen, twenty years ago? Fucking got a phone call. Hey, this is IRS. Uh, looks like you have a little money coming back your way uh by the way the irs for anybody out there the irs will never call you they only commute they will never email you they will never call you that will never happen they only communicate through the mail period usps so just a heads up and i'm like 
what are we talking here? It was like 200 bucks. I was like, oh, all right. So we just need your name. Well, all right. They called me anyway. I got my name. And they fucking got me going down the wire. And then they were like, social security number. And I was like, hey. <laughs> and she fucking's talking to me. And then I'm literally, I'm like, it's 5-0. All right. I got to call you back. They're like, no, 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 no. It's like, oh, give me a number to call there. you back. You only have six more digits left <laughs> no, to give me. they got me. me so close. So fucking close. And then I hung up and I was like, I didn't feel right. And they called me back like three hours later. They're like, what happened? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I don't think you're real. Slow day at the office. We are. IRS. We are. No. God. I'm agent agent from the IRS. Don't dangle. I almost fucking... I found a dollar on the street like, the other day. Bucks? I almost fucking Ooh. danced my way off a bridge. I know, almost threw my back out going, leaning over for a quarter I saw at work. I was like, ooh, that's a quarter! <laughs> oh, God. They didn't even have to trick me. Oh, fuck me. <sighs> what do you say, Looking man? At my notes. Oh, I got one. I saw an ad on Instagram. Oh, boy. Which everybody will wait with bated breath. Yes. I guess it wasn't really an ad, but they just... I was like, what it? kind of creature do you think i am instagram it was this woman who was like so this is what i like to do for my kids uh it's called have you ever heard of uh, something called dump dinner oh dump dinners man all goes in one pot baby you pull you, you so yeah yeah you put the murder tarp down and then you eat off your dirty table with your fingers like oh a wait, pack wait. of wild animals wait you don't you dump it right on the table? They dumped, the woman dumped it directly into the middle of the table, like a dirty diaper. And then it was just shots of her kids going, mmm. And of course it was spaghetti and meatballs. And then the I'm dad was like, I'm going to throw up. I am going to so throw up thinking of that. It was so gross looking. It was so, I was like, you guys, is it that difficult to fucking wash four plates? Four fucking plates. It takes four minutes tops. So they're going to dispose of the tarp then? It's just a throwaway tarp? That's what tarp? it looked like. They just, it was like taped like it's fucking Dexter. <laughs> and then they just just shit the food onto the fucking table. And then they ate. So then I was like, well, dumb mom, dumb dad. Someone's got to untape the fucking tape. Take the big old giant plastic tarp and throw it in the garbage. I was like, what the fuck is, what We're are you thinking? We're losing it, man. We are all fucking losing it. I saw one. I'll, I'll give you, I'll one for one, yeah? Uh, you might have seen this one. Speaking of jeans and tennis shoes. Oh, I've seen so many shoes, by the way, on Instagram. I'm like, I want them. Because they're like, <laughs> they're like, you know, like, they they come out of a, a coin dispenser, like you can ball them up into the size of a nickel and then just oh, throw like them at your feet and they'll go on. on yeah. It's but, a snap bracelet, but it shoes. Right. But this one was for pants. Looked like regular old dad jeans, but they fucking stretch on you like fucking leggings. And the selling point is it starts. I was like, what the fuck is this? Guy fucking reaches into it. I think it's like. You must have a big old dong if you want these jeans. Because he reaches into his pants and pulls out a full gallon of milk. He's like, look <laughs> at how stretchy these are. I was like, that's fucking That's so crazy funny. I thing. saw a, a fucking ad where it was like a woman in a fucking moo-moo smock. 
And they're like, look how deep these pockets are. You can put two bottles of wine. And I was like, what is that? It's selling points. What is going on? You're walking around in a bed sheet full of wine. I made pockets into my bed sheet. So I can drink my Barolos. I'm a carry. I'm a carry. <laughs> I'm a carry all man. I luckily I just got my own locker at work. So, but I literally had the back. The you'll know everybody in the city in cities know. I have the can't walk down the aisle comfortable backpack because oh, it's yeah. so fucking mm-hmm. full of. Because I pack Every. for the entire day. Excuse I, me, what? Yeah, knocking shit off so the shelf like you're a stegosaurus. Big. So I'm a housed. I'm a house bum. I get the deep yeah. pockets. I get the gallon of milk in the it's it fucking people are we're, we're losing it. we're losing it losing it and my fucking face is all broken out for you guys listening from that shaver so i got rid of the oh, other yeah. one that lasted me 10 years like a like a begotten son i said get out of here i got a the fucking- irs called and they're like can you mail us your favorite shaver and you're like i'll do anything not to get an audit <laughs> right I just, uh, yeah, right. I was just going to say something about taxes online, but I won't incriminate <laughs> myself. Ugh, Which I'm is all they need it like right the there. Plague. Fucking taxes. Fuck you, country. Uh, what do you say? Put me uh, in that Bradley tank and send me to Ukraine. Uh, in the words of, you can take us out in the normal way, but in the words of uh, Night Court, you ain't got no style, reptile. Ooh, you gotta watch hello. it to find out. Also, <laughs> Coldy Tag, listen up. You got a cold tag coming your way. Introduced by our boy Dave Hotsey J. It's crushing it with the music lately, Hot Dave. Z. We love you. You're doing a fucking amazing. And uh But we don't fucking hate the Polish. He got real hot about the Polish thing. That's I got not a couple a th- messages. He was like, yeah. It's funny, but Take it easy on my brethren. It's like, like, you know, I'm Norwegian, right? <laughs> like, yeah. That's the two-hander of the dummy dumb jokes. I, the Polish are fucking hardened people. They're like a fucking, what's something hard? They're diamonds. They're the diamonds They're of the diamonds. East. They fought every empire. Forever. Post the Dark Ages. They fought Napoleon. I would give Poland Texas. Let Poland move to Texas. Well, no, let's give give Mexico, Texas back. Let Poland have, well, we don't have anything. Oklahoma? Cuba? Do we own Cuba? Give Poland Cuba, because they're fucking commies anyway. Fuck, you know, the opposite of commies. Communism in Poland is democracy. So all these Polish people, it's just the end of Godfather 2, but it's just a bunch of Polish tourists like, what's going on? Fredo? What? Where's me Why are you kissing your brother? What are they like in Poland? Sour cream, right? I don't know. Yeah, pierogies. Oh, yeah. And they dip them in fucking white sauces. They dump them oh, all on yeah. that table, too. Sour cream, yeah. No tarp. They put the tarp over their heads. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you been to that per- that? pierogi restaurant they do it the way they do in poland you eat under the table <laughs> up the floor oh this table's so clean you could eat off it anyway <laughs> but you should down we go <laughs> <laughs> sorry dave but we're cold tag with you uh, all right but yes we love you all and there's nothing you can do about it including 
obviously Cubans. Cubans. Yes. Sandwiches. From champs. Ooh, yeah. Final. The final Cuban. That tonight tonight I'm going to, I'm gonna be so sick. You guys, I'm still gonna be sick by the time we podcast next week. Thank you, Pete. We love you. We're gonna fucking spend that gift card they shanked on you like a bunch of bastard hipsters yeah. they no. are. Do you go in and order a pre order and then let them know we're gonna take the whole left side of the menu because yeah, Exactly. I Fuck yeah. We're eating they this deserve here. the rest. It's coming. Their ownership fucking deserves it, but I know they're going to hit me with everything. They got like five days left. They're like, we don't have it. We don't have it. We don't have it. I'm going to have an onion rollover. Give me the bag of dry fucking beans. I'm going to have an onion rollover and an espresso. Oh, that Van, the Van Heel onion rollover. That was like, I love it. Don't fucking eat anything. It's bread and onions. Yeah. What's wrong with that? High carbs. Extra ranch. Gluten-free bread and onion, please. (laughs) I'll just have the onion. I'm on a diet. I'm on a bum <laughs> diet. <laughs> just throw that onion into the fryer like it's a softball. It's like, fuck me, I'm going to eat this whole fucking onion. Right now, an unhounded Polish person is like, Jesus Christ, guys. Easy, like, guys. Fucking, what did I do to you? Who's picking the fight here? What the <laughs> fuck happened? <laughs> Name one city in Poland. One. Uh, Berlin? Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, uh, Paris? Well, I hear you have good boats that drive the streets. <laughs> street boats. Street boats. <laughs> We're famous for our street boats uh. and fucking eating with knives instead of forks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Get ready for some long things with the JP Dinks. Dressed up in their dildo boots and pink mohair suits. Sit back and listen while. Dish on the pole, I was thinking the other day if the boiling point of water is one hundred degrees Celsius. And what is the boiling point of stew? It's probably lower than that. It's probably a bit more chilly. <laughs>